money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Awesome. You're looking so good today with Thank your new you. shirt. Yeah. So we're, nobody we're just... can, nobody can, maybe I'll take a picture of it and send it to Rachel. Yeah, she can post you it. Put it on uh, in the show notes. I'm not sure you put pictures <laughs> in the show notes, but I was, we were just having that conversation. Will, our new producer here at, at the station at CHRI 99.1, and I both, you know, look like, good in the uh, patterned yeah. kind of yeah, shirts. Yeah, you got and, butterflies, some so, paisley and, stuff happening. Yeah. And we, we wholeheartedly admitted that it is our wives that yeah. are, are I want to you know, see you in that stuff so, so you know so. yeah awesome. you look cute so thank you yeah I appreciate anyway that. I know not that anyone wants to hear that so thank you for joining us if you haven't heard us before we don't always talk about what we wear <laughs> On a podcast. On a podcast. But here we are. Here we so, are. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you can go to, uh, of course, to uh, archived shows to our website, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, notmine.ca is also hosts our stuff, and uh, any podcasting platform. So, yeah. we can get right to it this morning. Yeah. Well, way to go, Rev. Usually I do that, but mm-hmm. you are just right on the ball this know, morning. Well, so pretty exciting show today. Just Rev and I uh, creating a little bit of tension. There is no guest here, uh, but just Rev and <laughs> we're I. We're going to so have tension or we're going to create? <laughs> well, I, you know, the feedback that I get from, uh, you know, <laughs> you listeners is, is we love it. We love the guests, but we really love it when when you and Rev just kind of are together and, and you're transparent and, and go at each other. I think that's the word that. <laughs> That is, so. <laughs> I don't Thank know. Thank you. Yeah, yes. okay. I don't know if I'm planning to go at, at you today, but you never know what you could say that will trigger me. So, um, yeah. So, today we're going to talk more about what we talked about last week, mm-hmm. which is... Money talks. I mean, we started last week, and, and this I was, was going to say, do you uh, remember what we talked uh, uh, about? Well, last I'm going to rewind because it's really important that I mean, we're talking about money, which first of all can be difficult in some time. But last week we talked about becoming aware. Financial awareness creates empowerment. That that we, you know, as we face our finances, that's our little acrostic F A C E. Financial awareness creates empowerment. That can create some tension. That can create some uh, animated discussions if you will and and our prayer and our hope for you is 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 that you will become united one with each other in the area of finance and but if and you're not God. a couple like some yeah, of you a aren't a couple mm-hmm. that you unite with yourself are honest with yourself you talk to yourself about money you talk to God about money I would just I you, I did okay. say one with each other and one with God. Okay, and, and, all right, all right, single, all right. I'm just, so. I just don't want to, you know, shun anyone who's not married. Everybody spends money. Everybody's included in that. Okay, so, all perfect. right. Just checking in. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, okay. Isaiah 30 from last week. So check out the podcast from last week too, because yeah. uh, again, we started really the discussion, important. and last week I actually wrote myself a note and said, okay, so now that we get brutally honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. what's next? How do we live on less than we make? 
you know, there is a, a place that many of us are in right now. David and I included. We are mm-hmm. in process of um, making adjusting, changes making to changes our to our, our cash flow because things are more expensive. Like they, our gas bill is a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. more. We live outside the city, so we drive our kids places. And, you know, we're starting to talk, mm-hmm. you know, be more aware again. Oh, man, like what is this? What does this mean? for yeah. us in driving and maintaining our vehicles. So, and it's hasn't been just a one hour financial date no, for us. No, in we fact, are, I was just gonna say, we had yeah. our, our last financial discussion in the car driving. And yeah. and for those of you that, you know, that's a little we, bit sketchy if you're, no, you're having No, we it had the <laughs> computer, we were on our way yeah. home from Niagara and it was a legit financial yeah, date. Yeah, we spent the time. And right? then, then a few, then just, a few days later, I'm like, oh, we need to really look at this again because the cash flow right now is a little tighter than what we want it to be. So anyway, and, and that's, that's really, you know, again, really important as we go to, to recognize what you said there was, was we spent a, a pretty good chunk of time discussing, working through, looking at the numbers, actually kind of walking that through. And then, you know, two or three days later, you know, you were just paying some bills and, and doing that. And you went, hmm, I think we need to revisit that. And and I, again, I want to highlight that to say, you know what, in this season where there's some changes that need to be made, mm. doing that and going, hey, we need to, we need to really be aware on, you know, it may be a few extra discussions. It may be, hey, um, you know, I know the way we communicate, you sent me an email saying, hey, yeah. I did these things, but I think we need to talk about this. And so we're going, okay, let's pick a time to talk about it again. Yes, we have to talk about money again. I know. And it's, and it, I guess that's, you know, before, I guess we've hopped into the discussion right away. You know, once mm-hmm. you're getting financially aware, be aware that you're going to have multiple discussions in this season. Um, yeah. For us, there's some, there's some wedding expenses. There's mm-hmm. some showers. We've got three family weddings coming up and you guys know what that means. That mm-hmm. means an extra hit in that sense on your finances and how do you do that wisely and how do you do it so you can afford it um, there's a, some of those discussions that we are in the midst of having still as we adjust um, to mm-hmm. I- increasing costs and that's the question that you guys um, are sending our office often that's the question how do we buy a house and how do we manage our cash flow and we're not saying anything new uh, I will tell you that you can go re-listen. Well, pre- maybe the new thing is we might have to do it more often. <laughs> you mean talk about it more often, or yeah, are exactly. we? Yeah, you know, we. I think of of what Lynn before Dave and you know Lynn Fraser and Ken Decker were doing the financial fitness seminar e- eons ago, and it's not new stuff. It's nope. the it's basic information. So we're gonna talk a little bit about some practical things, especially um, I wanted to talk today about the emergency cushion because right. no matter how little money we've had or how much money we've had building that emergency cushion putting money aside every month into that place has really been one of the best things we've done mm-hmm. in our financially tight years and our prosperous years so um but before we go there i just really want to read the verses again yeah. from isaiah 30 and then one that's kind of related that i was thinking about as we were praying before the show 
in First John. So um, the verse that we talked about last week, we're just going to talk about again. Um, Isaiah 30, 20 and 21. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore, but your eyes shall see your teachers. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walk in it whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. And interestingly enough, while we've been talking about that verse on the shows and, and, and talking them about them at home, um, our, some, some folks from our team sent us that verse actually at the same time, just to encourage David and I, um, you know, you're, you might feel like this is hard, a hard season. There might be some adversity you're experiencing. But, but I, I think, too, just if I can jump in, sometimes that adversity is not necessarily difficulty. It's just that there's lots of moving pieces. There's right. lots of change happening. Uh, and, you know, there's lots of questions around, well, how does this change affect me? And I think one of the, the things that we talked about last week and just want to reiterate here is, is that, you know, we have this confidence that the Lord is walking with us through whatever it looks like, the, the, the changes that we all are experiencing together in terms of the economy, in terms of, of the, the world we live in, and, and saying, wow, the Lord actually is walking with me and he's giving me step-by-step direction turn, walk this way, do this way. And, and that's so such a, an encouragement, but it's also an intentional conversation, right? We need to be aware of the voice of the Lord. We need well, to be and, and in our in our quiet time this morning, we were looking at, again, you know, Elijah heard uh, God in the whisper. He went up on the Mount on Mount Sinai and he wasn't in the storm. He wasn't in the fire. He wasn't in the wind or the earthquake. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you guys can all check that out yourself. Um, what kind of storms there were happening, but then um, he hears the whisper of God, covers his face, and walks to the end of the cave, mm-hmm. you know, to the mouth of the cave, and then the Lord speaks to him about what he's doing there. And what was cool for me, okay, this is sidebarring like crazy, but <laughs> what was cool for me that when. Moses received the tablets from God, the Ten Commandments. If you go to Exodus 18, I think it is, mm-hmm. he did. He, the yeah, Lord the mountain was, shook the and mountain there was shook fire. And there was and, lightning, and, fire, and God was in all of that. And no one was supposed to touch that mountain. And then you get to the for old story. Fear of death. Yeah. Like, uh, well, and he warned them several so, times. Yeah. And, and it's actually quite interesting because God says, okay, and tell them don't touch the don't touch it. Tell them to be careful. And Moses is like, they're not going to come near the mountain. You already told us, like, mm-hmm. but God is so concerned that they don't, you know, because he's, yeah, he's so holy mountain. and he's, he, he wants them protected mm-hmm. from, from his own glory. And yet here in the story, you can fast forward to Elijah's story and he's not in all of those things, but he's in the whisper. And I love how he speaks. So he is also from Isaiah then, you know, he's in the corner saying, this is the way walk in it. And are we still enough to hear? Are we aware enough to see him speaking through all kinds of things? And he might be be speaking to you about your finances today. And we are also very aware that sometimes we just 
recite what we hear. So mm. what are you worried about today? Well, I'm worried about the mortgages. I'm worried about inflation, inflation and I'm yeah. worried about interest. Well, I want you to stop. And you know what? We're going to stop for one brief second. What are you concerned about? As you listen, what is it that is troubling you? And can you bring that to the Lord? Because the Lord says in 1 John to us that there's a truth that has been abiding in us from the beginning, and it's a truth that um, abides in us because of the Son, because mm. God has given us the Son. And it's really interesting because the verse, verse John 2.27 says, the anointing you have received from him abides in you, and you don't need anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true, it's not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. So there's this these financial things we're hearing, then there's our abiding in Christ. And as we're still and silent enough, you know, we want to hear what, what is our heart worried about? And then what is God speaking to you about that worry? Because he is the teacher. He is the anointing. He is the one dwelling in us and we are abiding in him. And he is saying, this is the way, walk in it. Right. So sometimes we're just, just moving so fast, we don't stop long enough to say, what is it that's troubling me and my family? Where am I at financially? Do I even know? Mm -hmm. And, and part of that, again, we, we've talked about this before, and, and we do want to get to the emergency cushion, but the, this idea of what voice are you actually listening to, as we navigate the so many voices that are coming into the, our own context, whatever that is, uh, we certainly know that there's lots of talk about interest rates, there's lots of talk about, uh, about inflation, there's lots of unknowns and projections and and you know things and and in the midst so there's that in the world around us and uh, you know as you said just let's all take a minute and that's the encouragement let's take a minute to to go and what does the lord say and 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 how do i hear that wherever you know for some people it's i got to take a walk in the bush for some people it's i'm going to go for a run for some people it's jump on my bike however for some people it's sit quietly i know you're it, pointing at I'm me pointing at you sit quietly <laughs> in your chair with your 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 bible in your lap and your journal and your journal whatever that looks like for for you to go wait a minute i hear all these voices but i i need to mm -hmm. to abide in the voice of the lord mm -hmm. i need to make my decisions financially with the the lord whispering to me and so how do i get to the place where i do that um for me and then again as a couple if you're a couple um or even in the context of your community we have such a great opportunity to bring uh peace and confidence in the area of finance to our community i mean mm -hmm. people uh, who who haven't experienced the peace of jesus this is an area where they get to experience the peace of Jesus and, and see how Jesus can become a real um, integral part of, of just trust and, and really living. And so we have an opportunity as believers to simply just go, 
I can take the trust and the peace and the, 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 the voice of the Lord into my community and say, I'm not worried about inflation because I know who actually holds the world in his hand is Christ. Now, and, and, and that is a repeated thing. Uh, well, I'm just going to say this and we're going to get to the mm-hmm. emergency cushion because it's a really, it's a very practical uh, piece of wisdom mm-hmm. that does bring peace and can bring peace to your community and your neighbor if you're mm-hmm. talking about it with them. Um, um, but every day, it's not like you get one like, oh, I prayed today and now I'm at peace. You know, you might wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, maybe that works for you. But <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just talking to our daughter has mm-hmm. been struggling with, with some things. And um, we're constantly reminding her it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Mm. But let's not let the negative thinking overtake our, our heads mm-hmm. because it's hard. And we have this truth. Lord, you are my teacher. You are the anointing within me. And you're yep. saying to me, this is the way walk in it. We we replace the lies with the truth. And God says in 1 John 2, you know, you have this truth through Christ from the Father. And that is enough to meditate on right there. But we're going to just step for a minute. And because you're the master of all things financial fitness, well, but this I'm going to ask you the question. Okay, ask the question. What do what is an emergency cushion, and why do I think it's such a great idea? Right, and the answer to that is actually what we've been just talking about. That there, there is is the knowing where you're at. There's the the listening to to what the Lord says uh, in terms of the the here and now. Um, but what we hear, what we read throughout Scripture, what we know about money in terms of just the practical financial health is is that we need to have somewhere to go that is not the banks in terms of uh if something happens i now am going to pay interest on that i mean there's just a practical part of it that says you know what emergencies happen even though my relationship with the lord is excellent and i'm hearing him walk um there are things that will happen that that just seem to be unexpected to us and one of the things that, that we know from a financial principle is, is that we need to have some margin. We need to have somewhere uh, that you can go where there's some stuff stored up, uh, some money stored up so that when the emergency happens, when the unexpected happens, or even when the Lord says, hey, I want you to share with your neighbor because the unexpected happened to them. Um, there's all kinds of, of, of ways here. We need to get prepared. We need to be prepared for the what would seem unexpected to us. And so part of our financial is, is the way to get that emergency cushion. And we, we really, the goal for the emergency cushion is to do that without any consumer debt, to get rid of your consumer debt. And so I'm going to just uh, give you a kind of the, we split it up into two places. So the if you have consumer debt, if you have money on a credit card that you don't pay at the end of the month, then you need to go, okay, I want to focus my extra cash, uh, my ability to pay that back. I want to focus money on that first. So we don't want the emergency cushion to be the target, which is three months. We want that uh, emergency cushion to become fully funded with a three months worth of expenses 
sitting in a cash account where you have easy access. Yes, you can make some interest on it. Yes, you could invest it. But the reality is, is it's got to be easily accessible within a couple days and it has to have no tax implications that you can pull it out and you're not going to be taxed uh, and, and have some tax liability connected to it. So RSPs is not a great place for your emergency cushion. TFSA might be a good place if you've got the room to maneuver it. Um, remember the TFSA, if you pull money out of it, you lose that contribution room. And we won't get into that today, but the reality is, is TFSA may be a place to put some of it. And it just might be in one of those high interest savings accounts, the ones that they say, hey, we're going to give you, uh, you know, uh, as much interest. Do those exist right now? And they absolutely <laughs> exist. Uh, every financial institution offers some sort of high interest savings account. The, the idea behind the emergency cushion is this. You have to have the ability to get it to your three months. So you have to work at that, whatever that looks like. And then you have to have the ability to maintain it, which means some extra cash flow going in it on a regular basis so that it is maintained because emergencies happen. And again, I'm going to say not all of the emergencies are your emergencies. Maybe there's an emergency with a family member. Maybe there's an emergency with uh, a, a neighbor. Like Again, that emergency cushion is there to give you a place to go when you're like, oh my goodness, how are we going to pay for that? When, when you ask that question of yourself or your spouse, the answer should be to our emergency cushion. And if it's there and you've been preparing it, then you go, hey, how are we going to pay for that? Oh, we're going to the emergency cushion. We're going to take the money out of that. And then we are going to work and make that a high priority in terms of our cash flow to be putting that money back in to replace whatever you take out as quickly as possible. Okay. So I'm going to stop you there because we're going to, I'm going to reword some of it of, of what you said. So some of you know about emergency cushions. If you've listened to us, you've hear, heard us talking about it. I used to call it the whoopee cushion, but that was long ago <laughs> before I really. I used to call it the, the whoopee, whoopee cushion. And I think you told me, no, Dave, that's no, not very it was, appropriate. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter who said it, does it? You know, it's not like, oh, great. The, the purpose of the emergency cushion is to have a place to go when the emergencies happen. David's already said that. That is instead of going to our credit lines or our credit cards, because where do you go now? If you guys don't have one, if you're really strapped and you're struggling, what happens when you have an emergency? You, you all can answer that yourselves. And Dave and I have in the past been in that very place. Mm -hmm. So you go to the credit line and then work at paying the credit line back and you're paying interest to the banks. This emergency cushion allows you, it's, it's one of the first things you do in financial health is build this emergency cushion. That means while today we're talking about what do you do in this climate, some of you are struggling and you're saying, how can I even build an emergency cushion? I don't have any extra. You would be very surprised to see how you can do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some stuff around your house that you can sell. Um, that you can put on Kijiji. Dave, Dave always joked that we'd sell one of the kids or whatever. That's not. I true. stole that from Dave Ramsey. Yeah, okay, you know? Dave Ramsey. He says, if you Dave Ramsey says, hey, sell so much stuff, the kids think they're next. Right. I, you know. Yeah, we we've <laughs> never sold our children. It's fine. Um, I it, obviously you know we're joking, but it you how determined are you to get this to mm -hmm. get financially well? Because this will take time until 
does take commitment. It does take intentionality. It does take conversations. And some of you are turning off the, the you know. The, I hope not. No. I, I hope not. But it does. I, like, I think there's a piece, and we, we're not going to talk about that so much now, but we want you to know that this is not easy, but transformation mm-hmm. never is. It's just consistently doing one thing after the other and um, doing those good things. So Dave says three months, try and capture some cash, like $1,500 over three months and put it in that emergency cushion. We want you to do it in three months so you don't get discouraged. It's not taking you eight months and you're discouraged by the journey. But saying that, no, even if you have only a little bit to put in an emergency fund put the little bit away mm-hmm. we did this and this is this our story when david and i weren't earning a lot of income uh during some of the harder years we still made our cash go into an emergency cushion and i tell you um it was really wonderful because when the emergencies did come, as small or large as they were, we had cash there that we used. And we've just always, I don't think we've ever not fed that emergency cushion. We are just always feeding it. And it allows us to as well ask each other the question. And and again, you can ask yourself the question, uh, you know, the money, it, it, it does take work and intentionality and it does take um tenacity to keep some money flowing into your emergency cushion on a regular basis so when you pull it out it's again an intentional so reb this has come up now are we going to take it from the emergency cushion are we going to tighten our belts are there any other options like what can we do to you know to resist taking it out of the emergency cushion Uh, i've even had discussions with people that said I don't want to touch my emergency cushion. Like that's where I, I don't know if this is a, a, an emergency or not. And, and, and I'm going, okay, so let's, what are the other options? And that slows us down mm. in our spending decision mm-hmm. to say, wait a minute, I need to, I need to have this conversation with Reb. I need to have this conversation in a sense with myself because the alternative is I grab my credit card and mm-hmm. I pay for it right there at the point of sale. And so the speed in this case, and you if you've heard the podcast, you've heard me say this before, when it comes to financial decisions, speed kills. Uh, when we are forced or when we are coerced or when we are convinced that we to make a financial decision and we're uncomfortable with the speed at which it's being made, mm-hmm. that's a great indicator to stop and say, that's your comfort level. And are you prepared for it? Um, you know, again, and so the emergency cushion is the place you go instead of credit. It's the place you go before you get to credit, um, you know, if that has to be. And so really just reiterating, that's why it's so important. It gives you the, you know, I can look you in the in the face, Reb, and I can say, this is happening. We we don't have this money. It wasn't part of the plan. It, it it's coming up. How, how do we deal with that? And then we look at each other. Is this an emergency cushion? Is this not? Um, is there any other options? And then as we go through that process, and that may take five minutes. It may take five hours. Again, depending on the decision. But 
we go through the process of, of actually slowing down our decision-making process. And then bringing it to the Lord in the meantime together, mm -hmm. if that's possible. Yeah. Um, or, or if you're single, you you pray anyway. So, Lord, we just want to thank you so much. Um, again, I can't believe how fast, Lord, these shows go. Um, but we're thankful that you are with us in and in, in, in the anointing that you have left us with mm -hmm. and that you say to us, this is the way walk in it. And we're so grateful. And we just pray that the listeners and, and David and I would continue to seek you in this season for your direction and your kindness uh, mm -hmm. in this financial journey we're on in mm -hmm. Jesus name. Amen. And and you know we can we we've, we've got just a few seconds here at the wrap up, but you know I I don't think we, uh, I can uh, I can express how how freeing the emergency cushion yes. is, yep. how liberating it is when you have one, and once you have one, you go. Oh my goodness, I never yeah. want to live without it. And yeah. I want to leave you with that thought. We've been talking about all that, but it is liberating and it is it is part of the financial journey that does bring freedom. And so thank you so much for joining us this week and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.